Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for your goodness, Lord. We thank you for all the beautiful things that you put in the earth for our enjoyment, God. We thank you for our brothers and sisters, our listeners, and our partners, God. We thank you for the blessings that you're pouring out on them, Lord, and we thank you for the blessings you're pouring out on us, Lord, to have this opportunity and this chance to minister your gospel to your people, Lord, and to bring more into the kingdom for your glory, Lord. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, and we thank you for the blood that cleanses us from all unrighteousness, Lord, and we just thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Acts, study and discussion. So thank you for joining us, and I just want to encourage you, if you're just joining us or for the first time on this section of Scripture, that you take uh, pause the episode now and take the time and opportunity to read through that section of Scripture and just to better enable you to follow along in the discussion. Amen. 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 All right. Well, now, as is our custom, the floor is open for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you may have. So who would like to begin? I will. Our promise? Uh, We were talking in the previous devotional about how many times people, they don't when they look at themselves, they're not actually appropriately looking at themselves correctly. And as a result, when they look into the mirror, they're seeing someone else that they're, that's not actually them. And so Lord, so remind me of, especially today, most, it talked about how the Jews were envious of, and that you talked about how that they're envious of the revelation that Paul was receiving and of the, crowds he was drawing and many times today especially concerning two different ministries or churches it may seem like oh we have to best this church in numbers or in how many prophecies we're giving or how many um pastors we have instead of <laughs> looking at it and saying you know we're both brothers and brothers or sisters in christ and we're both working for the same man and you can see that inside of the gospels where I believe it was Apollo who was preaching about the Lord and healing people in the name of Jesus and the disciples forbid him. And Jesus told them, if he's not against me, he's for me. Mm -hmm. I I don't think it names the the person that it was, but um, I think there's some speculations that it could have been Apollo who was doing that or could have been anybody. Well, well, there's during Jesus' time, which he commanded his disciples, right? And said, "Hey, don't don't speak against that person. They're doing the same role and work that you are. Mm-hmm. Who's not? Um, just because they're not with us, they're not against us, right? But then there was also later, I'll say, dissension that rose up within the body of Christ, and some of the people said, "Oh, well, I am of Paul, and I am from Apollo, and I'm from Peter." 
right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you see that now, again, dissension, strife that comes as a result where it's like, hey, what are they doing? They're all literally preaching the same gospel. Yes. They're all pointing you towards Christ. So it's not heresy, right? They're, they're all literally pointing you to Jesus. It's not heresy. They're not, not false prophets. So listen to them, right? Paul says, if you hear another gospel other than what I preach, not just Paul's gospel, right? Yes. Yes. He wasn't preaching other, I'll say, things that came up during the day, Gnosticism and He and didn't whatnot. have a private interpretation of the word. He, exactly. He preached what Christ said and did and who he is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So he says, if you hear any anyone or anything, even another angel, preach something different than what I'm teaching you. Let them be accursed, right? Yes. But wasn't Apollo and Peter, Peter who walked with the Lord, was preaching what the Lord taught him, right? Yes. Paul, who, what was he teaching? Oh, it, the same thing that the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, revealed to him in his 14 years in the wilderness, right? Yes. Okay. It doesn't go into what Apollo was teaching, However, that he was named among them gives you the sense, should give you the sense, that he was teaching and preaching the same things. Mm-hmm. But as people heaped up for themselves teachers and said, oh, I, I like this one, their ministry is greater. I like that one. As opposed to, how is the Lord, I'll say, feeding you today? And who is he doing it through? Now, you, anybody can have their personal preferences, but the Lord's able to speak through anyone. If he's able to speak through a donkey, he's able to speak through a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to be aware of what the Holy Spirit is saying through his messenger, his servant. Right? Yes. And just like in the same way the Holy Spirit is going to give you the, these are of me, I didn't say that, right? So you can discern. That's revelation from the Holy Spirit of what message is of the Lord and what isn't. What's from the flesh or demonic wisdom. So that which would be in opposition to the Lord and his ways. The Holy Spirit reveals those things. So for us is to, again, examine ourselves. Let things pass by before the Lord and get his thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so, you know, the, the Lord has given us metrics in the word so that we understand, and he's given us the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit speaks to us in line with what he's already said in His, his um, in the written word of God as, as well. And like you said, my love, if they're not denying Jesus Christ as the way, the, the only way, the truth, and the life, and they are not blaspheming the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. then let God judge his servants and, you know, Keep your mouth and your your um, thoughts and all of that stuff, and just submit it to God. You may not like this, you may not understand that, you may not, but the Lord is the one who judges mm-hmm. um, the thoughts and intents of the heart and whether or not that person is um, offending Him or not. You know, He's He's never he's able one to make who his servant his stand. Absolutely, He and can make them stand, or He will call it into correction. I was going to say, and mm-hmm. and or He can, He can correct His servant. Not that he can't use people to do that, but he goes to them first. He goes exactly. just like he goes to all of us individually first. 
Exactly. And then, he, and then if we refuse to listen to that, he will send someone. Mm-hmm. So the, the Lord wants us to offer grace. Amen. And offer mercy because none of us have arrived. No. None of us has fully grasped the fullness and the depth of who God is to to the the part the point that we are past learning from him or past understanding him or you know him describing and showing to us new things. God never violates his own word. He never violates his his covenant, his promise. He doesn't violate himself. He doesn't deny himself. So we're safe. You know, Amen. we we're we're safe to walk in the God kind of love, which in of itself obtain or uh, contains justice and correction Amen. and the lord is the one who divvies that out even within your household and when it comes to disciplining your children that discipline should not be based on what you think or what your mom and your daddy did for you but it should be based on what the lord said concerning your children because he's their creator and he knows what's in their hearts and he knows the upbringing that he is predestined and desired for them to have and, and even beyond, I'll say, in addition to that, mm-hmm. he knows what will produce the results. His, di- his results. results. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, in all things, there is nowhere in, in the life of a human being that we have a need to go it alone. A need to go it without his interpretation, without, and by his, I mean Jesus's interpretation, mm-hmm. Holy Spirit's understanding. There's no place that we can or need or should go without the Lord providing his instruction. And mm-hmm. when we start taking it based on what we think or how we see it, then, I mean, you, you can count it a hundred percent of the time we're going to end up in error because we're pursuing our own desires, not the heart of God and his desires. And that's what said, that's one of the things that Jesus said frequently. I'm not coming to do my own will. I'm not judging according to my own will. Mm-hmm. I'm seeking the will of the one who sent me. Amen. And he was trustworthy beyond measure. And, and he is our pa- is our pattern and example. Amen. What else? It then, the Lord reminded me of especially inside of Gamliel and inside earlier inside of Acts where it talks about Gamliel and how it said that the especially with the Jews it said that they wanted to kill um, Paul and Silas because they thought their teaching was incorrect and. Inside of Gam- Gamliel had told them, if it's from God, it'll stand. If, it, if it's not, it'll fall apart. And Speaking about when they had arrested Peter and John? Oh, yes. Okay. Just want to make that distinguishable for the, <laughs> for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Okay, sir? You're talking about two different events, but there's a similarity there, right? Which yes. goes to exactly what your mother was saying on, hey, if this is from God and you're in opposition, you may find yourself fighting against him. But they were going by off of what they thought, mm-hmm. not that they had brought it before the Lord. And in the same way, that's happening here. Mm-hmm. Or find yourself to be the one causing dissension in the church and creating confusion. Mm-hmm. And you you think you're helping God, but you're you're actually the one that the adversary is using to create separation and um, you know slander in the works of the flesh. So didn't the Lord say that would happen? They put you out of synagogues and do all these things, claiming they're doing it in my name, like mm-hmm. thinking they're doing God's will. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing God a favor, but, um, you know, the Lord wants us to just stay in alignment with him. And when I, I tell you, when the captain, <laughs> when the captain of our salvation 
when the head of the body is in his rightful place and just in our own individual lives, we'll see that the body of Christ comes together. If everyone, every believer committed to that, Jesus, you're actually Lord, not just the one who's going to make sure I go to heaven, but you're the one who commands me day by day. And you get to decide what you think about this one over here or this situation over there or where I go and what I do, et cetera, et cetera. When we let Jesus be at the helm, everything will be right. Every, every need will be met. Every, the body will be in unity and the body of Christ will be a dynamic force that it's designed to be for the things of God and in the Lord. You have more to say, promise? Yes, mommy. Okay, go baby. And then, especially how it's important to measure ourselves um, up with the word because um, you, mommy and dad, well, my mommy and dad have. (laughs) Yeah. Um, talked about how that the ultimate mirror is the word of God. Amen. And how it's important to correctly look inside the mirror of the word. Um, because many times, especially it's, it's happened in my own life, instead of actually looking at the word, I've said, well, I like this person and that person, then it's then mashing them together to claim that's what I look like. And as a result, instead of actually looking like what I should look like, I end up looking like a Frankenstein-looking person. And it's instead of it actually being me, it's a mixture of other people. And how, when you do that, you're not actually allowing the Lord to work on you and clean you up, per se. You're saying, no, I'm all right. And it, when the Lord says, hey, you're wrong in this, or saying, you need to fix this up, most times, especially in my own life, I go, well, that's all right. I can just look onto something else and look for something better. There's nothing better to look at than the Word or upon the Word. And to focus on the topics that the Holy Spirit is bringing to your attention Amen. that need to be corrected. You know, when the, the Lord corrects us, it's not, uh, it's not for any other purpose than our own benefit. Right? Mm. <laughs> that's the... The Lord correcting me doesn't make his life better, doesn't make him be God more, right. doesn't help him carry out his plan and, and more perfection. He's who he is. I don't change him, but he changes me. So if he says, Kamisha, you need to deal with this. Here, come on, look over here. Let's talk about it. For me to go, never mind, and close my eyes. Remember, we talked about Mark chapter four and the word being stolen, the the seed of the word being so, stolen or choked out by persecution or the, the lust of the flesh or deceitfulness of riches entering in, choking the word and things like that. When the Lord taps us on the shoulder and is trying to impart change and, and growth to our life and we refuse him, we're allowing that seed of the word to be stolen and to be that light that he's bringing to be stifled in our own life. So he's telling me that for my benefit. If I need to correct something, he's telling me for my own benefit. And likewise, in our lives, he's telling us because it helps our life, not because he specifically needs it. Yes, he wants to use us and he's incorporating us and how we carry out his plan as well as his business. But if we just get down to the nuts and bolts of it, he won't stop being God if I never get my life out of sin. But I will cease to exist in the earth in the way that I would like to. And I won't have the opportunity to go to heaven if I don't get that corrected with him. Right, so you guys see how what we're what we're saying about that. Well, and and I love how you brought that up. That the Lord correcting you does nothing for him. <laughs> it's 
for me. Yes. It's, it's for you. It's to bless and benefit your life first and foremost, but then those that you come in contact with, your neighbor as yourself, mm-hmm. right? Or the, those of your household, those of the community, state, you know, the nation, ultimately the globe. Mm-hmm. That's who's blessed and benefited as a result of us getting things in, into alignment. The The verse I brought up earlier was, was from John 16. And it's, it's really verse three, or verse two, excuse me. It says, they will put you out of the synagogues. Yes, time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. Well, wait a second. How can it be both? How can he give the commandment that thou shalt not kill, but then these people are so convinced that they're providing service or doing the will of God? How do you get to that level of deception? Um, honestly, I think it's more so how do you get out of that level of deception? Because I think well, everyone would start there outside of Christ. <laughs> well, yes. Everybody's mind is, is is toward that direction when you don't have Christ as your But center. if you're, you're saying that I'm doing the will of God, but yet literally murdering your brother or sister in the Lord, you've, you've deceived yourself somehow. And promise that, you know, I really sense that, that you, well, talking about what your mother and I have talked about, right? You deceive yourself with where we're at spiritually by not addressing those things or saying, oh, no, that's okay. Well, I'll just do this over here instead. Or I should say, instead of actually reflecting on the word or looking at myself in light of the word in the scriptures and letting the Lord reveal those things that we need to deal with in our lives. Now there's, because we haven't judged ourselves, it gets to a point where now we're judging others. And we've brought that up instead of expressing or demonstrating self-control and a willingness to just do the Lord's will in what he's telling us to do for us, to be a blessing and a benefit to others. There's a deceiving of ourselves in that. But, isn't that what happens when we refuse to listen to the Lord? Yes. You're convinced otherwise, but it also shows that we haven't fully submitted to the Lord. So we need to bring those things into proper order and alignment for us. And then you know, I'll say for us to be blessed and benefited, but then also to be a blessing and a benefit to those around us, those who the Lord brings to us and has us cross paths with. with. What else? Okay, this last thing. Okay. It then we're talked about that um, the Jews stirred up the people then, and that the people um, took Jason and everyone who was with him and took away their security. And as we discussed um, in the previous podcast at that meant money or something that was used to secure them and now took away their freedom. It didn't say that Jason and his party pulled swords and clubs and other things and started attacking those people. It says that and it doesn't say anything of what they did. However, um it is almost self explanatory that they continued to love them and they weren't writing themselves and saying, hey, this isn't fair, and then trying to get those people arrested or killed, um, they're treating themselves with the same love that they expect to be treated with. And um, Second Timothy talks about that inside of chapter 3 or 6, one of the later chapters. 
Okay. But it talks about that. When others come to um, trial you and say that you're wrong about something, not to go, no, I'm not wrong about this, and then try to prove your point, but to let the Lord work it out. And by doing so, you prove your prove that you're right and that the Lord is working through you and make it work, put those people to shame so that they're so it's teaching them and it's not just putting them to shame but then they don't learn anything but it's giving them an opportunity to turn to the Lord mm-hmm. that was it <laughs> okay <laughs> amen thank you sweetheart amen well we're, we're kind of up on coming up on time so let's pause there for today and uh Thank you for that, sir. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for speaking through us, Lord, and just giving us an opportunity for others to pour into our life, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us your Holy Spirit, Lord, so that we're able to tell right from wrong, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for providing us with this wealth of knowledge, Lord, so that we're able to learn from you, Lord. And that we're not just going around making mistakes constantly, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. 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 We love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.